0: Welcome, guys, and gals, to the Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton, and today we're going to talk about answering the question why you aren't motivated. (laughs) Uh, So, legitimately, though, I get asked this question all the time Why do I not feel motivated? How come I can't be motivated to go to the gym? Why am I not motivated to make more money? Why am I not motivated to have more sex? Where's the motivation, Connor? Uh, So we're going to answer that question because this is a big one. This is a big one for a lot of people. Before I dive into that, I just want to remind everyone that Vienna, my new wife, and I have released a seven-day free relationship reset challenge. So whether you are single, dating, married, or confused about what your relationship (laughs) status is, uh, this challenge is for you. And uh, if you've already signed up, thank you so much. We have been absolutely floored and so grateful for the response to this free challenge. We released it yesterday. It's been 24 hours, and we've had more than 3,500 people sign up to be a part of this free challenge. And so if you've signed up, thank you. If you haven't, uh, head on over to Man Talks uh, on Instagram and you can sign up there. Uh, in the link in my bio. So with that said, let's talk about motivation. So I get asked this question all the time around why we lose motivation and you know what? how do we maintain motivation. And there's a lot of research around motivation that uh, ha- has come out over the last decade. But one of the most interesting things that I've found in my own work with myself, in my, in my work with my clients and in the men that I work with and the couples that we work with, is that there is a dark side to motivation. And over the last decade or so, I really started to notice this part in myself that was an unhealthy form of motivation. And what I started to identify over a few years was that how I would motivate myself was through shame. And I started to see it in other people. I started to see the methods in which people motivated themselves to go to the gym, to uh, go to work, to work the job that they don't like, to be in the relationship, to you know have the conversations that they want to have, and a, and a lot of those uh, tactics, a lot of the methods that people often deploy to motivate themselves are shame-based. Now, at first, that might sound like you know, not the best way to do it, but the biggest problem with shame motivation and the reason why we can't stay motivated, most of us, the reason why we don't stay motivated is that we are trying to use shame to motivate ourselves. Now, the problem with that is that shame is inherently not motivating, right? When you are shamed by someone for something that you've done or said or, you know, didn't do, it doesn't make you want to do it more, right? It, it actually produces the opposite result. So when we shame ourselves to do something, it can have short-term gains, but it is not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It doesn't, it doesn't provide the fuel, the rocket fuel that we need to produce consistent results. But the challenge is is that most of us have produced these rituals and habits and routines to shame ourselves into doing the things that we want to do, like going to the gym or losing the five pounds or saving the money, whatever it is. The problem is that over long periods of time, that shame takes a negative toll on us. And so uh, one of the gentlemen that is in the Alliance uh, group that I run had a great analogy. He said, he's actually asking this question where he said, you know, it feels like I put my foot down on the gas and I start to do and I start to create some momentum. And that feels great. But it seems like over time, my foot comes off the gas more and more and more. And I seem to do less and less and less. And then I seem to get more upset with myself. And one of the things that we talked about was why this happens. And I said, well, what type of motivation are you using? Are you shaming yourself into doing these things? And as we explored it, he found out that his main form of motivating himself was through shame, right? If I don't go do this, this is what will happen. If you don't, uh, you know go to the gym you're just going to get fatter if you don't eat healthy you're just going to look more disgusting right if you don't save the money you'll never be able to buy the house you'll never be able to provide for your family you'll never be able to be the type of partner or, or husband or wife or whatever it is that that you're setting up to be and so how do we shift away from this because this is the dark side of motivation right shame is the epitome of the dark side of motivation and it can work for a period of time. You may have been using this for, for a while. The challenge is that at some point it's going to it's going to to, to wreck us. <laughs> it's really going to take a toll on us mentally, physically, emotionally. And we need to start to shift into a healthier form of not motivation, but a help healthier form of operation. So how we do this is by focusing in on some of our internal constructs. We start to focus in on our internal narratives. We reconnect with the why behind why we want to do the thing, okay? So for an example, if you are wanting to get into better shape, so you're trying to go to the gym, uh, you know, three or four or five times a week, what is the reason that you're wanting to do that? Now, the first thing that we need to notice is whether that reason is in the negative, right? So if the reason is, well, because I'm too fat or I'm very out of shape and I need to get into shape, notice how the the first instinct, the natural inclination is to go towards the negative. And that is a shame-based tactic. There's a shame-based reason for why we should go to the gym and lose the weight. So we need to be able to look at the foundation or the why of the the goal or the aim of what we're trying to be motivated about another example maybe is in your finances right finances are a big one that a lot of people carry a lot of shame around same with sex but let's look at finances right uh i need to save more money well why do you need to save more money well because i'm broke Right, I hear that all the time. Oh, I, I'm broke. You know, I just I never have enough money. I'm in, I'm always in debt. I'm you know, blah 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 blah. There's always some form of a, a negative connotation there. Well, that's that's a form of shame motivation, right? We're shaming ourselves in that language within our own mental constructs, and when we when we are shaming ourselves in that way, what we're actually focusing in on is being broke or being out of shape or being overweight. And when we're focusing in on that, that doesn't actually provide us with the direction. All we, all we focus in on is the thing that we want to avoid. And we start to provide that thing with more attention and more focus. So you say, oh, I'm, I'm so broke. I need to save more money. And notice how that type of shaming motivation provides a bit of like a, it's almost like a need, a neediness and a desperate like a desperate energy that's around us like I gotta save more money. I have to do this because I'm so broke and I I can't take this anymore. And sometimes that can be the thing that creates the the momentum to get things moving, right? Because things are so painful and they've been like that for so long that we just can't take it anymore. We have to move. Shame can can in very rare cases like that create the the momentum away from something. But it's usually not even shame. It's the pain of the thing, right? It's the pain of having been broke for so long that we just can't take it anymore. And we decide that we want to do something different or well, the pain of being out of shape or overweight for too long or the pain of being so disconnected from our partner because we have constantly been arguing with them and you know calling them names that we know we don't want to call them and arguing with them in, a, in an unhealthy way, that that pain can be the thing that moves us away from what we don't want. But what we need to do is we need to reconnect with the why and we need to be able to say, okay, why do I actually want to do this? Well, if I want to save more money not, not because I, I'm tired of being broke, but what would it look like to move away from that scarcity mentality and into an abundant one, into an abundant mentality? What would that actually look like? Well, it would look like, okay, I want to save money because I want to buy a home or I want to provide for my family or I want to be able to take the vacation to wherever you want to go, fill in the blank. And so when we do this, we shift from the scarcity mentality because shame motivation is always coming from a scarcity mentality. It's never coming from an abundant mentality. And you can see this in Carol Dweck's work from mindset, right? There's the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. Well, shame motivation is always going to be in the fixed mindset, whereas the positive or healthy motivation the light motivation is always going to be in the abundant mindset or in the growth mindset. So we need to look at the why and then we need to move it into the positive. We need to find the positive outcome that we're aiming towards. We need to find the positive why that we're working towards. And then we need to be able to cultivate appreciation and gratitude towards those things because that's what creates the momentum, right? That's what's going to allow us to get our ass out of bed at five o'clock or six o'clock or seven o'clock in the morning and go to the gym first thing, where we are giving ourselves appreciation rather than shame, right? If you get up first thing in the morning and you think about going to the gym to go get your workout in... And the first thing that you do is shame yourself into like, well, you piece of crap, if you don't go do this, you're never gonna blah, 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 blah. That's not motivating, right? Imagine that you had someone walk into your bedroom in the morning and say those words to you, like you would never wanna go do it. You'd be like, wow, you're fired. You know, If you had a personal trainer that came into your house Every single morning, it was like, you're such a piece of garbage. Like, why can't you just get your ass out of bed? I can't believe you. Look at you. You're disgusting. You should go to the gym. Like, we would fire that person. We would never allow them to continue to train us. And even if we did, it wouldn't be a very long-lived relationship because we would be miserable. No one wants to be treated like that, except we allow ourselves to treat ourselves like that. However, if we had a personal trainer come in and was like, you did such a great job yesterday. I'm proud of you for getting out of bed yesterday in the morning and going to the gym. You got this today. You can do this today. You like remember why you're doing this, right? You're doing this because you want to feel good for your partner. You want to you want to look good. You want to live a long and healthy life. That is such a different mentality. That's the type of trainer that we would want to hire. So we want to start to become the type of trainer that we would hire in our finances, in our health, in our career, in our mindset, in our in the bedroom, in our relationship, in every area of our life. We want to shift into being the trainer that we would want to hire for ourselves. And when we can do that, we shift away from the shame motivation and into a healthier, abundant motivation. And we stop relying on the motivation to create the growth because we just are allowing the praise and the appreciation and the gratitude to work its expansive magic. So that's what I have for you today. Don't forget to go check out the 7-Day Relationship Reset. If you have any questions, let me know. Don't forget to man it forward. This is a great episode about shame motivation that everyone deals with at some point in their life. So share it with just one person that is maybe needing to hear this conversation. And until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.